the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Hello, thank you for tuning in. I am Joshua Sasso, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. Welcome. God bless you. You're in for a treat today. Last time I was with you, I shared with you a message that Pastor Chris shared with us here at Freedom Fellowship Church after she had returned from her trip to Washington, D.C. And if you haven't listened to it, I encourage you that right after listening to this broadcast, go to our website, www.sogmi.org, and listen to it. We have the 10 most recent podcasts. You can listen to them. And stay up to date with what we've been talking about and what God's been saying. This is going to be essentially a continuation of that message. Last time that I shared with you guys, Pastor Chris, he talked about how we, as the church, are responsible for the state of our nation. Whatever the state that a nation is in, it reflects the state of the church. So if the people of the nation are divided, it's because the church is divided. If there are other issues going on, it's because the church hasn't dealt with those issues. We are the salt of the earth, therefore we preserve. Whatever we place our hands to, it prospers. So, going off of that, I'm going to share the second part of Pastor Chris's message from that evening, where she continues on the subject, but she shifts focus and she talks about the authority of the believer. So now we already know that we're responsible for the state of this nation. God has entrusted us with responsibility, with the authority over this earth. So we know that we're responsible. Now, because we know that we're responsible, now we need to come into our position of authority. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And that's what Pastor Chris is going to share with you. So I encourage you to open up your ears, open up your mind to hear the message that Pastor Chris is about to share with you. So let's listen in now. The scripture is very clear in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. We have the authority in the name of Jesus, and God has all the power and might. Keep that in mind. God is all-knowing. God is all-powerful. God is almighty, right? Okay. So our struggle is not against flesh and blood. It's not against you. It's not against what you want or don't want. But it is actually against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Okay? In this dark world, meaning the Babylonian system in this world, and also in the heavenly realms, it also is in the sky. Okay? So how can you win on that? Remember, the scripture is very clear. We are seated with Christ. 
in the heavenly realm. Right? Far above all power and authority here on earth. So, if we continue to use our authority in Christ Jesus, if we continue to apply his ways of doing things, if we continue to educate ourselves through the leading of the Holy Spirit and discipling others, if we are seated above everything else in the heavenly realm, in which all power and authority were given to Jesus and he gave it to us. And he said, go. Go in that power. So as long as we don't engage in the world's way and give in to our flesh and listen to our own spirit, but be led by the Holy Spirit, the body of Christ is practically invincible. Because if you believe the word of God, remember, this is the word of God. This is Jesus, right? In the beginning was the word, right? Okay. So if you believe that you're sitting over there above all the powers and principalities of the air, above all the dark world and the principalities in the earth realm, and if you stay in the spirit instead of your flesh in your own understanding, you are invincible. Hello? They cannot touch you. They cannot. And this is why I appreciate and I value what Jesus did on the cross and God the Father and God the Son sending the Holy Spirit to us. He's the source of our power here on earth. Not only we're sitting with Jesus Christ at the right hand of God the Father. The Holy Spirit is now here on earth. Because why? The first Adam gave up the earth, which was his domain. The second Adam took it back. That's why he holds the keys. Even to the gates of hell. And said, the gates of hell shall not prevail. Because he shut it as far as the body of Christ is concerned. That's how powerful we are. Okay, so we have to know and understand the authority of the believer in Christ, the follower of Christ. As long as you stay in the spiritual realm, as long as you live being born again, being led by the Holy Spirit, you are invincible. Are you getting this? And this is where we go. We kind of get ourselves confused between authority and power. We have the authority in Christ Jesus, but God has all the power. If he is almighty, nothing is left. Keep this in mind. Nothing was left for the devil or for us, but he gave us his authority. That every time we release his word, we do the righteous things, we can never be defeated. That's why Apostle Paul is like, okay, shall I live? Shall I die? Shall I live? Mm, I decided to stay. He said, to be absent from this body is to be with Christ. But I decided to stay for your sake, not for mine. Because what is Apostle Paul was saying? I can dictate the outcome. When will I check out from this earth? How will I check out? You'll decide today that you're not going to check out from this earth in a hospital bed, limping. And said, oh, no, 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 no. 
we can dictate the outcome because we're seated at the right hand of God and he gave us the authority, all the authority in that name. Okay? Now, I love the late Kenneth Hagin. He thought about the authority of a believer, right? And I like his analogy about the policeman. A policeman can direct a traffic, right? In the streets of Chicago or in the things, thousands and thousands of cars. And by just putting a sign to them, they stopped. He didn't have the strength to stop any car, probably even a bicycle or a motorcycle. He didn't have that power, but he has the authority. Are you getting this? That's what we do. We cast out demons. We can lay hands on the sick. We can tell the principalities and powers. We can even tell the nature to change its course. If we know that authority, we have it. The calling of God is without repentance, right? We don't have the power. We don't even have the resources. But we have that authority. Are you getting this? Okay. Isn't that amazing? So he was saying one time that either he was dreaming or he caught himself in the vision. Here he was, Kenneth Hagin. I think it's in 1952, 1947. One day, and I paraphrase this, but I'll give you the gist of it. Jesus showed up, and Jesus was talking to him, trying to explain to him. All of a sudden, a demon came in, in between them, and just kind of created a smoke screen that Jesus is still telling him, and he cannot understand it because of this demon and the smoke screen. And he kept on saying, Jesus, Jesus, I cannot hear you, Lord. Repeat it again. And it cannot until he was so frustrated that he said, in the name of Jesus, I bind you. And the demons start whimpering and things like that. And all of a sudden, he can hear and see Jesus. And Jesus told him, you know, if you didn't do that, I could not do anything. And Kenneth Hagin said, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. And said, uh-uh, I did not hear right. And said, I know the scripture. I read the New Testament 250 times. And says, like, that is not, that is not scriptural. And he said, Jesus, and said, say that again. And said, if you have not done something, if you did not do anything, and said, I could not do anything. I said, no, 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 no. I am not hearing right. You said you won't, not could not, right? And said, you have the power. And Jesus repeated again. If you have not done anything else, and said, I could not do anything. He repeated again. So Kenneth Hagin, this is like, Everything that he understands just turn upside down. What do you mean you could not do anything? So he told Jesus and said, Lord, that is not what I've been teaching. That is not what I believe. That is not what I've been preaching. Remember, I read the New Testament again 250 times. You have to give me three scriptural references to prove that. It has to be in the New Testament. 
And Jesus, he was expecting to be rebuked by the Lord. And Jesus changed his countenance. But before, he was just kind of scowling at Kenneth Hagin because of the stupid demons and just kept on saying, I can't hear you, I can't hear you. He changed his facial expression and started smiling. I said, I can do better than that. I'll give you four scripture reference. Because Jesus said, remember, before I sat on the right hand of God, I gave you that authority. So if you don't use that authority, if you don't know that you have that authority, I could not do anything. That's why in the body of Christ, we hired pastors, hold our hands, visit our family when they're sick, encourage me, make me feel good. Encourage and said, could you pray for me? And we continue on being in the state of either illness or if we're broke, we're going to be broke again because we're using somebody else's anointing. Oh, you're so anointed. Can you pray for me? Can you lay hands on me? And some people would not want any, just not anybody to lay hands on them. It got to be someone anointed. Am I correct? But no matter how anointed that person is, some get healed, and it takes visiting, reminding them, and calling again, and things like that, and they'll call you back again, and just continue on going and going. Because you know why? You're using somebody else's anointing, not your own authority. God said that you can cast out demons only on the elected few, only the anointed one. You have to be anointed. Am I correct? But the thing is, we applied our own spirit and our own flesh. Like, oh, if I don't have any goosebumps, if I don't have any heat in my hands, I'm not going to lay hands. And we heard anointed people saying that. It's true for them. But how come it's not happening to you? They healed many people, but you cannot even heal your own headache. What happened? But of Christ. Because our authority doesn't go away because we don't feel like it. Like, a lot of times, you're acting as if you're not born again. Am I correct? But you know that you're born again. Same thing with this authority. That policeman who was, uh, was, uh, who was uh, directing the traffic, if he say that they're not going to obey me, they're not going to listen to me because I don't feel like it today. I don't feel the authority. Am I correct? No. When people see that uniform, they will obey traffic, whether that policemen feel the authority or not. You see, our emotions change. Am I correct? But we understand that feeling when we are just feeling so hot and all goosebumps and uh, and everything else and said so we felt like oh the atmosphere is charged with anointing god is going to move am i correct what if the police was said oh i have to wait for the atmosphere to come before i direct the traffic i don't feel like it huh but that's what you do. Oh, God, let me hear from you today. Read the Bible. You're going to hear from him. 
God, show me sign. And if God will speak and said, obey me, and then signs and wonders follow. I don't have to show you. They will come out from everywhere and they tackle you. They follow you. Isn't that what the scripture said? Is this helping you? You have that authority. But if you don't believe it, if you wanted to feel it, and I said, then you just dethrone yourself from sitting in the heavenly realms above all powers and authorities into the earth realm. And Satan said, welcome. Let me give you some more so that I can control you and take the power. Are you really anointed? Remember what you've done yesterday? And said, did you not lose your temper yesterday? How dare you to prophesy today? Instead, you shut up in the name of Jesus. I'm in charge here. And said, you're not the boss of me. I said, Satan is telling me this. I said, why are you listening? Everything that he tells you is a lie anyway. There's no truth in him. Why are you listening? Why are you even saying it? Just say, shut up. And if you already repented, if you already made correction in what you did, and you're still being reminded by your flesh, remember? Then remind your flesh, you know what? My Father God loves me as much as he loves his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. So you think that mistake, when I lost my temper, when I sinned and I repented, do you think that will change? You know, as you ask the Sasso children, I didn't kill any one of them when they sinned. You understand what I'm saying? I didn't choke them to death. I didn't cause them to be angry or to fast for five years because they sinned. That they are not my children anymore. When they said, I am sorry, and said, okay, you have to suffer the consequences of it, but here are the rules. You follow them, okay? So you remind yourself when you feel guilty or condemned, and you already made a correction. Do you understand what I'm talking about? You remind your own self, my father God loves me as much as he loves his own begotten son. Do you think things will change? Just because of that. Continue your discussion with him. Talk to him. Even the things that you cannot confess to others, what I'll do is I'll drive and I'll just talk. I cry. I laugh. I scream. But everything that is hidden in my heart, and I said, like, you already know, but come search my heart and let's talk about this. And said, I don't want this. You know how it is when we feel so bad? If we say something or if we do something out of anger, we feel so bad, right? So that is the authority of a believer. Don't say, oh, I don't feel like it. I don't feel so anointed. What more can Jesus do? He died for you. He sent the Holy Spirit. He gave you his name. And in that name, it says, every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. You have that. You're actually him here on earth. We are the body. If Jesus is Lord ahead, and said, it's the same DNA, it's the same blood. That's why he said, I'm going to my God who is your God. I'm going to my Father who is your Father. And this is how you're going to pray from now on. Don't pray to me. Lord, have mercy. And it's just like, uh-uh. 
Lord, do this. Save me, O oh Lord. And if you're going to ask and said, I just did. I already did. But he said, whatever you ask my father in my name, you will have it. As long as the motivation is right. Am I correct? So we're practically invincible. That's what these Sunday services is all about. For you not to get fed. And said, you will continue to fast if you want me to feed you. And said, no, 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 no. This is a training ground for you to become king and priest. For you to take your place. So that I can tell Jesus at that time, I copycat you. I'll tell them I expect you to do greater things than I did. Because I'm follower. I'm like you, Jesus. At least I can do that. So walk with confidence. Don't try to look for others to acknowledge you. As long as God the Father acknowledges you. It doesn't matter. Whatever I've set foot, I'm just like Joshua. I take it in your glory. So I'm in charge here. If somebody will tell me, who are you? Is it like, it doesn't matter. Let them see God. Are you getting this? So thus saith the Lord to the church in the United States of America. I am the Lord thy God. Obey my instruction to the letter. You focus on my son. First and foremost, be led by my Holy Spirit because it is not by your might, it is not by your power or your own resources and your known know-how that this country will turn around. This is the time and the hour that the battle is mine, that I will turn this country around towards righteousness if my people will humble themselves and pray and praise me and fast. And not to touch any unclean things. Then you will going to see. Even in the next few days. The glory. The deliverance. And the turning around. And it's not just for your sake. But it is for my honor. Said the Lord. It is because I remember. The men and women. Who shed their blood. To bring this country around. And I say. The nation of Israel was founded. Because I love the people. And this nation. United States of America. Was formed. Because the people love me. And I now remember that. Said the Lord. I am a faithful God. You're going to see a lot of things. Changes. You're going to see a lot of bad things. That are happening. Do not be alarmed. Focus on my son. Saith the father. Focus on my son. And obey your instruction. Take your post. Do not fear. Says the Lord. Thank you Lord. Thank you father. We will obey Lord. Be led by the Holy Spirit. Body of Christ. Be led by the Holy Spirit. And let us not allow the world to divide us. Let us stand united. Our unifying force is Christ Jesus. And our language must be love. Because love never fails. Amen. I encourage you, body of Christ, to take those words to heart. We can't be divided as a church. We cannot be divided. We have to take the authority that God has given us. Pastor Chris, she just gave us this directive from God, and it had very specific instructions. God said, 
obey my instructions to the letter. So anything that God is telling you to do, you have to carry it out. We can't remain idle, body of Christ. Also, we're supposed to focus on Jesus Christ, God's Son, first and foremost. We get so caught up in all these other things, all these doctrinal disputes, we need to focus on Jesus. We also need to be led by the Holy Spirit. God has said it's not going to be by our own strength, it's not going to be by our own understanding, not by our own power, that this revival in the U.S. is going to come. It's going to come through Christ, and it's going to come through God, through His strength, because the battle is His. So we were given instructions. It says that if my people, if they'd humble themselves, if they'd pray, if we'd praise the Lord, fast before Him, and not touch wicked things, then His glory will be revealed, even in the next couple of days. So, body of Christ, let's take these words and let's run with them. Let's not let another day go by where we allow ourselves to be complacent. Where we allow ourselves to go back into that same routine. Let's take a hold of what God's giving us so that we can change this nation for his glory. Well, we're about out of time. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you were touched by this message, be sure to give us a call. Our phone number is 210-396-7891. Again, you can also visit our website. I mentioned it earlier, www.sogmi.org. Check out the website. We have tons of information there for you guys. We have our newsletters. We have previous episodes of this broadcast. So if you're falling behind, you can get caught up there. Again, our website is www.sogmi.org. You can find out also information about our Sunday services there, our Wednesday services. Check us out. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, God bless you. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.